Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Never rushed and prepared to perfection using only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. And right now, Eric's Family Barbecue is taking pre-orders for the big game on February 13th. Call or come in now to place your order. $100 minimum and pick up Sunday between 11 and 2. Deadline to order is February 10th. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Brady and I just talking about the Tinder swindler. I walked in at the end of that conversation. It sounds pretty good. I'm it's, it's all right. It's interesting. It's a, it's a documentary on Netflix. Is it a documentary? I guess that would be a documentary. Sure. And it's about ladies who went on Tinder to find love. A couple of them from Sweden and one from... Euro-Tinder. Euro-Tinder. And the girl's find a guy. And he's a, uh, the Prince of Diamonds. He's this uh, son of a diamond Superman. And he's got his pictures on his thing, him on like private jets. And he's looking the part and one's like, ooh, I saw him. And I thought, yeah, yeah. He's so good. And then so he's like, meet me. At, I'm in your town. Meet me at this place. And it's a beautiful you know, five-star hotel. Comes out of the uh, elevator. And she's like, oh, my God. She's in love he immediately. Looks better in person. He's like, puts her on a private plane that night, flies her someplace else. She bags nice. him, like just totally gives up her vagina like that day. Nice. It's just the, the hostage has been released immediately. And it turns out he's been uh, swindling like nine or ten girls at a time for ten, twenty thousand dollars a poke to pay for this lifestyle. So he's got another girl who's like, look. Uh, More the, than that, he started yeah. Uh, running. Yeah, I mean, oh, it was. He like, ran some big numbers. Yeah. But he's probably averaging out about 100 grand a girl. Yeah. And he's probably got a few of them going. Any so it's like time. Joe Millionaire, just to get the broke dick up there. Yeah, and, but he's wow. fooling women with the, the lifestyle. And they're like, what a jerk. And I'm like, you liked him for the money and got bit. I didn't feel sorry for any of them, did you? Not really. No. The, only the, one, that, the was, one that was the, like, she wanted to just be his pal. And hung out with uh, him and his girlfriend that one time. That, yeah. You know, that three-weighed up. It's interesting. And it does get to the point where, man, they just don't see it. Do you see what's happening yeah. here? The and dude's then, a thief. And yeah. There, there's nothing good about him. I'm not saying he was his, right. Living were, the Blazarian lifestyle. I mean, with two well, buddies. He's playing the part, too, of what women will fall for. And yep. he's just like, F him. He's got no conscience. 
So he's like, I got no conscience on this. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and make it seem like this is a lifestyle you will be leading, and uh, you'll eat it alive. And they do, like the first day. Like there's wow. no buildup. There's no work for it. And the one girl's like, he was a little too short for me. But I still hung around because I like the private jets. I like the trips. Oh. I like the stuff. Of course. You and you got some him. perks out of it. You used them. And then at the end when he's like, hey, I've got this thing going on. They put a freeze in my accounts. Can, can you open a credit card? I'll get you 100 grand. And just get a loan for like 50 grand on that thing and pop it over to me real quick. I got to get out of this thing today. And they're like, sure, because he's shown them he's got tons of money. Then he'll, he'll give him a fake job and he started cutting checks that he's like, I gave you the money. It's not going through. I don't no, understand. You figure it out. I don't understand. <laughs> the money's it's, in the bank. It's, and then what he gets sentenced to 15 months, serve five, and he's back at it. Now yep. his Facebook account is basically him with Dom Perignon on private jets. He's, and he's doing he's nice. dating a model yeah. right now. There's two. Yeah, he's doing it again because he's like, this This story never ends. No matter no. how, you can Google him. What's his last name? Liev? Yeah. Um, Lievev, L-I-E-V-E-V or something like that. But he's, uh, yeah, just do the Tinder swindler. He comes up first. And, Simon? Or and he's it, still getting a bunch of chicks to like him because that story never dies. He's not lying to me and he's rich. So I'm just going to pretend it didn't. It's great. Well, apparently Shayat. he's no longer on Tinder, but he's out there. Oh, he's yeah. out there. I don't think Tinder allows him. And by the way, before we get to what would Brady do, breaking local news, uh, there's something going on with Kyler Murray. Uh, he is – I just got a my, my – actually, Anthony from Eric's Family Barbecue, by the way, has the Temptations playing his Super Bowl party. Don't know how it happened. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it happened either, but out there if you're interested for a Super Bowl thing, Temptations are going to be – I think the Temptations are like, ooh, ooh, that's good barbecue. And like, well, you're the Temptations. We sure are. Can I hire you for Sunday? For free food. And th- so they're going to be singing and dancing at, at uh, Eric's Family Barbecue on Sunday. Nice. Back in the corner. But he just texted me and said, Kyler Murray has uh, basically wiped his IG and his uh, social media accounts of all things Cardinals except two posts. All things Cardinals have been scrubbed from his, and he unfollowed the Cardinals. And I, I know that's a big yeah. deal for people his age. The unfollow is a breakup. That's a breakup. Is he traded? And the the rumor mill was saying. Well, I've heard a few things about just just whispers of uh, New Orleans. The Steelers have been. Are they in? Look, I'll tell you this, Cardinal fans. You guys might be down on them, but remember when you didn't have them because you guys said how quickly you forgot Josh Rosen and all the rest of that gang. And uh, and where you are now compared to where you were before that kid got here, I'd gladly take Kyler Murray off your hands if you're gonna. Steve Kime, the worst GM in football, will knee-jerk and throw this. That's all that's on his page now. But he scrubbed his whole account, and it's him with Oklahoma and him at the Pro Bowl. So all of it's gone, and nobody knows. But it's that's telling. In this day and age, with a guy his age and this generation mm-hmm. of player, that is a big uh, – that's an announcement of, of being unhappy. Yeah. Let's see who he's following here still. That's him saying stuff without having to say a thing. And he threw three touchdowns yesterday in a Pro Bowl that should be canceled, but don't know what's going on. But if they're dumb enough to trade Kyler Murray because they're oh, he just can't get us over the hump. He just can't get us over the hump. Gotcha. To, your coach might be the problem. He's the one who's never won games at the end of a season. The they, coach, but not the beard. Uh, the beard is different. Yeah, we're parting ways with Kyler because uh, – He's posing a little bit uh, of a threat to my puss intake. <laughs> He's like a little pube that won't shave off. You got to pluck him. Cutting in on his deal. I don't know. That's a big announcement there. That ain't normal. So we'll keep our eyes on that. But hey, 
Do they have to write a big check for him, or is that already passed? The whole. I mean, I don't know if they have it's coming up. They picked up his fifth year option already. Yeah. of course. Maybe that's, that's why. Maybe he's upset. He, he, he now is the time to negotiate. Yeah, maybe he's upset. So, like, we're not going until the end of next year. They might have told him. People I mean, are that saying would be, because Josh Allen got his big deal at the end of his third year because he had a great. Well, season. speculation would be his agents like, hey, if they're not going to pay you now, don't risk it. Right. Uh, and there's truth to that. Like, if you're a, if you've sure Steve, look, if you've done what he's done to a franchise. Everybody loves Kyler Murray until a couple of bad games or two years in a row where the team's sunk. And it isn't necessarily all on him, but uh, the quarterback's not the one you blame. Merchandise. That is not the one you blame. He had a couple of boneheaded plays in that playoff game, but so did the rest of that team, starting with your coach. So, Cardinals, you guys want to knee-jerk away and start throwing that kid over to Pittsburgh? Okay. New Orleans? Okay. Get him with a coach that's, that's proven? God forbid I say it, but like a guy like Belichick ended up with Kyler Murray before he got Mac Jones, he'd have leapt on that deal. I've been saying it for a couple of years. He's everything they want Lamar Jackson to be. He's a pocket passer. He's smart. I mean, he turned into Lamar Jackson in that playoff game when yeah. he got frazzled and threw terrible pass after terrible pass. But that was his first time in a big game. Is it a trend? We don't know. It's his first playoff game. Cardinal fans are quick to jump off the man. Oh, he's just not the one. Do you remember 3-13? and 13? Do you remember Josh Rosen? Do you remember all those quarterbacks before that? You guys had Sam Bradford on a $40 million a year deal. Are you crazy? Kyler Murray is the one. Stick to that. Give him a couple more years and negotiate up. If he wants eight, eight years on his contract for $10 million more per year, I don't know what he's making. It's probably going to be close to fifteen twenty. Well, maybe not on that rookie deal. I don't think he's making that yet. Yeah. I'll pay him. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, it's time for what would Brady do? Would you trade Kyler? Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. That's what bad franchises do. That's why Brady's a Bengals fan. You'll see him in the Super Bowl this weekend. Then you got to wait 30 years. <laughs> then you get Achilles Smith in the middle of that and all these other people. You're, oh, boy. Only for his happiness. That's the reason why I do it. <laughs> bad franchises do dumb things with good players. You know how you got DeAndre That's Hopkins? Why. You know how you got DeAndre Hopkins? Because a bad franchise said, you know what we could do with this? They did nothing with it. Oh, Cardinals. Anyway, it's brought to you by our friends at MP Guns on 12th Street and Indian School MP Guns. All the ammunition you'd ever need, all the gun stuff you'd ever want, and all the experts standing in line helping you out. MP Guns. It's right there on 12th Street and Indian School in their brand new, beautiful facility. Check out the Morning Sickness AK 47 proudly on display at MP Guns. All right, ready? Ready. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Dear Brady, this is one Brett gave me. I didn't read it all the way through. I just read the first line. This this is a good one. I figured it would work. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have this problem. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm too horny. I have sex with my girlfriend constantly, but I still have the need to get the pee. And now it's from other women. Additionally, I love butt stuff. And he spells butt wrong. (laughs) (laughs) He's too too horny to put that extra T in there. Uh, 
uh, I love butt stuff. Oh, on me when the moment is happening. I'm just wondering, in your old age, can you give me wisdom on how to calm the beast? Brady, Kurt wants you to help him calm that sex beast. Remember how you did it? <laughs> Brady, the answer is easy. I got married. <laughs> calm the sex beast, Brady. Um, for uh, some people, age can, sl- can yeah. slow you up a little bit. But you, I, I would say for you, the way this, I wouldn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, probably a good idea. That's because, probably great advice. Um, you'll just, I mean, it's it, it, with everyone, it's different. But you'll know. You'll get to a certain point, like right. you know what? I think I've. Did you ever have a time in your life where you're like I am too horny? You were an ass clown for a little while, but that was more pure pressure. Yeah, no, I us. never <laughs> felt. I never felt that. Like, oh, we man, pushed you. I won't be able to to be one. I'll always be, um, you know, looking for strange on my girlfriend right now. <laughs> Not even that so much. But when you were an ass clown, yeah, you had the two for specials going. They weren't girlfriends, but you had a couple. You doubled up brief, on. It was brief. Wow. And I just two I and a day. Like Brady was pimping out well, there. He got mad at me. He called me once. I'm not that guy. Yeah, two in a day because we, me and JJ and a couple other guys were putting some heat on Brady to be an ass clown, and he did it. The man did it. He pulled it quick. Where's the problem? Doubled up today, and I feel like a real dick. <laughs> I think it was because it was like a Valentine's Day love day, and he gave a lot of love out. That's the time to do but it. But he was mad at himself because he's a moral character. And we laughed and laughed. Like, what are you thinking? You're going to get stabbed. You guys are dicks. But you were never. Well, what I didn't like about it was the crossover that you have to have two. You have to have a separate game going, and there's sure. and there's deception involved. Oh, it's crazy. You're going to get. You're worried that they're going to pay you. I'm not good at this. You yeah. don't feel like, uh oh, I'm going to slip up, or if or yeah. I don't want to open this can of worms. And you have that that in, internal feeling of somebody's going to hate me. Yep. And that brings great shame yep. onto my so, parents. Well, he thinks his mom and dad will find out, and then they're going to call. He's got about some stuff. random ass. Yeah. If he treats the How random ass, find out? if he treats them with disrespect, Brady in his mind, speaking for Brady, would think. This is not what Bunny and Torp taught me. Now this is this this is disgraceful and embarrassing to them. Not how I was brought up. And then he would call them and go, "Guess what I did?" And I need to apologize. Tell me all about it, boy. High five. I'm an ass clown. I two for a couple of prods in a 24 hour period. I feel like a real dick. That's a high five. That's nothing, boy. In Cuba, we had this. Uh, we call it the octopus. <laughs> you could get eight in a day. Oh, they'd I'm cook moving. and clean the place. Yeah, the other and seven, other seven would do chores, and we just randomly pick. It's like one of those, uh, one of those kids' toys with a thing in the middle that spins and then it lands on. It was like a pinata of ladies. Just <laughs> kept falling out. Head and I had a buddy tell me in Thailand, he's like, they cook clean and f you for ten bucks a day. That's where that, Toledo's at. Doc Ellis. Yeah. Uh, he's not no wrong. names. Yeah. He's not wrong. Doc, Doc will tell you. He yeah. Doc care. Would, uh, no, Doc went to South America, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, did, he went to Thailand first, and I think he got lost there for about three years. <laughs> then he went down to Uruguay. I came out of the fog. Went down to Uruguay with the greatest revelation ever. You cannot outrest a Uruguayan. <laughs> <laughs> so we realized. And Doc would give yeah, it a heck of a he's, try. He's considered a hustler there. So he's like. <laughs> That's the best line I've ever heard anybody talk about an entire people. Let me tell you this, Johnny. You cannot outrest a Uruguayan. I am a hustler down there. He's teaching English to him as no, like, he just speaks it. So, like, close enough. Give it to us. John, maybe I've been listening to this show too long, but I legit thought Brady said AIDS at first. Not age, 
But age will definitely age. slow the sex age. down. <laughs> age will slow it down. Not like it used to. Yeah. Because Big Tarvey. <laughs> not for ladies. Not curing AIDS in ladies. Got no interest in that. I love that. In that commercial, it's like, Big Tarvey is not made for people assigned female at birth. Like, we don't cure AIDS in ladies. Clarify. No, no interest in that. It's mainly a boy problem. <laughs> Boys sticking their peepees in other boys. That's, let's be honest. That's where it's really bad. Uh, so you say just let it go. Age out of your horniness. Yeah, you're. I mean, if you want to have a relationship, you're going to have to curtail it eventually. Or, if, uh, or just let it. Find an amorous young lady who feels the same. Yeah, an open relationship. And don't be jealous if she's like me too. I'm going to go get some strange D. You get some strange P. And uh, whenever we're together, we'll be giving ourselves the the horny dance, just to keep everybody happy. This is a, get yourself some Oculus goggles too. I picked the wrong time to stop taking oxycodone. I took one about a half hour ago. <laughs> it's kicking in. Oh, is it ever? I'm on a vacation. Uh, dear Brady, my girlfriend is a Mormon. My family is not. She and I are pretty serious. Both 24. Been dating uh, for seven years now. Her parents said if we ever did get married, I'd need to convert for them to approve, which is why I haven't popped the question. Heat is now on. 24 in the Mormon world is not young. Also, my parents would have to do a little conversion treatment dance in order to have the wedding in the big room, which her parents demand. Uh, I believe in a God, but not in any sort of religion. Would faking this and going through the motions anger God, Brady? What would you do, Brandon? It's funny when he was mentioning that, the faking it the whole time. I, If you could do it, that's one thing, but... You can fake it. Everybody who says they're religious fake is the faking room, it. Yeah. Oh, no. I I don't doubt that you could do it. That's a lot of time. I don't know if it would be worth it. Here's what you're not faking, is that you converted the money part of it. Oh, right. You got to pay for that. There's no dodging. There's no faking that. So, I don't. I think you. I. I think you hold to your. Hold your ground and say, it's not going to happen. But I love your daughter. First, I mean, I, I know it can happen. There's there's some families that um, are non LDS and the other person is LDS. Yeah. Oh, it works. It's not yeah. like you can't look. Nobody's. But that I think that you know that one. Yeah. The the big room. Marriage, because her parents wouldn't be allowed to be in there. Right. But that's what they want. Yeah. Because when that's pressure from the church to say, hey, if you're going to marry outside, bring them in. We'll convert them. We got numbers. They don't care about anything other than numbers. It's like clicks. The Mormons were the first ones with clicks. They wanted numbers. We got a ton of new uh, converts. They don't care. Even if you uh, even if you'd fake it, like you're saying, ah, it's easy. You can fake it. It's going to be that way the whole time. No, thank you. That you're faking Not it all the time? Yeah. Yes. Her family and then uh, your family, you're going to have to tell. Uh, I don't know if you even tell them, look, I faked it. And, uh, well, it's not even faking going through. You go through the motions of the thing. He's asking, would your God be mad if you fake pretend the conversion? And you just do it, and then in the end, you're not a Mormon at all. you got to be th- a Mormon to be a Mormon. It's not, yeah, just, it's I don't not think, the paperwork. Um, I don't think I, – I think he wouldn't be uh, – Yes, I think you would be mad. I don't know God about mad. mad. It's like I don't think deception is a Brady. Isn't a, God a, mad? It's love. Hold on. Isn't God already mad that the guy's like I'm not religious? He's a forgiving God. 
That's a cop-out. Come on. If if he's saying I'm not religious, this isn't going to make your God that you're so tied to any more angry than it would with you saying, I believe in God, I'm not going to follow anything or do any of the steps, or I'm just going to say I believe, and that'll be enough. You're making your own rules anyway. But I just don't think, here's where I I mean, I don't think it's on a good foundation on the relationship. If you're, if you're basically saying, all right, I'll fake it. And she knows as long as she knows if you're up front on that and she's like, yes, do that. Then it doesn't sound like she's converted him very well in the last seven years anyway. Yeah. What has kept them together that long? Right. They like each other. And it's not like he's all of a sudden. If she's in on it. Right. She's in on it. She's not that religious either. I just got a text. I'm not going to say the person's name just because. Okay. But uh, go Mormon for a girl, thumbs down. Not worth it. <laughs> Way too much trouble. Trust me. Is that the guy with Five Alive? Uh, He's done several marriages. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. John, can I, we just don't know that one. tell you, you off the air? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Can we just take the religion out of the equation? Getting married is stupid. At 24. Now, there's the bigger thing. You're 24. That's a great point. Knock it off. And it's the only person you've been with since you're 17. This won't work. I will tell you, though, in the business world. You have to test drive a bunch of cars. Like, you know, it's like in the car business. You have to take a test drive first. 24 years old in the business world on the LDS side. Fantastic networking. and Now, there may be some of that. The dad might have an insurance company he won't let you work at until you do what's right by his daughter. But you're not that religious either. And neither is that girl. You haven't dated her for seven years without her giving up the Mormon pooter. Yeah, so, they've got to be. Well, let's let's just as long as you're on the same page. Stop your religious work. talk. Go into your parents and say, "Look, I've been spreading eagle for this non-Mormon for the last seven years. You haven't said a thing. You're going to make him convert. I'm not that Mormon either, by the way, because I'm not following any of the rules. Stop acting like you're something, and then get worried God's going to get mad when you do what's inconvenient to you. Your religion is convenience." adjust and adapt to whatever you want to do. You've been doing it the whole time anyway. As a reformed morm, do not do it. <laughs> yeah. Says no, this I, guy on email. Yeah. But you, you, look, anytime you sign up for a club, it usually backfires if you don't really want to be Health part of club. it. club. Right. You, you're paying <laughs> for something you don't want to be dues. part so of. Like I said, <laughs> right. I mean, bottom line, for me, he's asking me what I do. I wouldn't do it. Of course it. you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Asking Brady, do you want to dummy up fake religion to right. marry a girl? No, you probably wouldn't be with that girl that makes you do that anyway. I exactly. Or if a family is making me do this, right? But is that down, the family that I want to be? I don't care about. I, see, there's where you lose me. It's like if the family has like our beliefs are going to be yours. I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah, I'm pretty strong in my own opinions, and I'm a decent person. If you don't like me, say so. We'll go from there. But you're not going to get me to convert. I've been banging your daughter out of wedlock for I don't know how long. And you act like all of a sudden God's going to come down on us now? It's over, sister. I did my 10 yeah. years in prison. you got to yeah. accept me. And let me tell you this. I wasn't the first one in there. It's not like I'm Sir Edmund Hillary of her, her vagina. Her nickname there were was others. Soaking Queen. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this thing's been a parking garage for a long time. Your religion. Is God going to get mad? Do you think about that every time she's got a, a hand on your balls? No. If you're asking, the answer is yes. Hypocrite. You think God gets mad every time an unwed woman goes <laughs> squeeze, squeeze? God's got no time on his. If it, he'd just be furious all the time. Exactly. He'd be furious all the time. And all you religious people out there with, uh, you know, you ladies like, well, it's not God. You got a set of balls in your hand and no, no ring on that finger. You better stop talking about God for a while. Get yourself Can't we straight. we get back to the old school where there's lightning striking? Yeah, and- yeah. When we knew, 
some good smoting, a little pillar of salt now and again. Oh, Jesus, it just got off. I don't know what that – oh, you see a sack of balls in her hand last night. Yeah, I'm not interested in this <laughs> forgiving guy. Silly. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing, but it's not from above and it's not from someone else. It's an individual's right. Yeah, you had to let go with a lot of stuff. Look, if I had, if I punched anything. Toledo and the cops came and like, all right, who's taking the blame for this? And Brady went, I'll go to jail for that. John can walk right. free. Toledo's going to be like, got that. The dude who punched me needs to get punished. Mm-hmm. I killed him. Vicarious redemption is the ugliest thing that people have been fooled by ever. Someone else will take the blame. You're forgiven. Really? What about the dead girl and her family? Well, I got to get over it. F you. Your God stinks. <laughs> he took on all our sins. Isn't that beautiful? No, I want the dude who killed my daughter to do it. That dude who's been spraying and hosing her face for the last seven months, someone else can't take the blame for that. I'll go to jail for the murder of this for 40 years. Uh-uh. It's very honorable. As long as that guy says he's sorry. It isn't honorable. That's garbage. <laughs> the only person who finds it honorable is the dude who doesn't get punished. No, we'll take care of him in the afterlife. No, you won't. That's your whole point. So we, we differ on this. I wouldn't do it. You would say go for it. I would talk to the Mormon parents and go, seriously, the things have been doing to her and you're worried now? Come on. I'm going to keep hosing your daughter. And if you make me go through the steps, I'll do it and none of it will stick. It if she's dating in- me, if this girl was dating me, I'd have already gone round and round with her parents about religion. And they either accept right. what they I believe the way I accept yeah. what they believe or they yeah. don't. It probably hap- happens more than... You realize, of course, it does. On no matter what, I whatever meet, the conversion I is, I meet Catholic. religious people all the time. None of them are doing it, which is why I'm an extreme atheist. I don't believe any of you actually believe what you say you believe. Look at my um, <laughs> my dad, eighty four years old. Yeah, like you know what? I'll I'll convert to Catholicism. Yeah, because my mom's been there the whole time. Sure. He's like, oh, I'll just do it. You just shut her up. He's got enough yeah. on his plate. He doesn't need and, to and bitching about that. And she basically said, you don't have to do that. Oh, the last thing you need while you're dying is some lady standing over you going, God, I hope we see each other since you're the wrong religion. Just get it out. Just stop nagging me. What's it take? A couple of drops of water and some dude in a dress to come in here and finger me for a minute? Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought it was for the you know, family, spend more time with my sister and her family. And It's ridiculous. I don't know if I love my family that much. I don't either. This means we don't see aunt, uh, anybody anymore, any of the aunts and uncles. If I don't switch, okay, I'll go to that heaven. Because hanging out with the whole family for an eternity, that sounds Drag. like a punishment in itself. Toledo and his dad up there in heaven kicking rocks. This is awkward. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I was forgiven and you're here now. Can we have a catch? No. Yeah. It's still no. <laughs> Toledo's dad can't wait for the both of them. Toledo's dad can't wait for the both of them to die. He'll have more room to run around in eternity. I got the whole universe to hide. This place sucks. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't tell them the eternal truth of my location. They got GPS up here. <laughs> the Rhythm Nation. Uh, and then finally, it says, "Dear Brady, uh, I don't want to live here anymore. Uh, as a little person, it's been really hard for me. Uh, people are not kind. This city is not set up for little people, and nobody knows about. Hold on. Nobody knows about the troubles that I go through every day, trying to make it here in Phoenix. I want to be traded." Would you trade me to Houston for Deshaun Murray? <laughs> Deshaun Murray. Deshaun Watson. Or to Pittsburgh for draft picks. Signed KM. Oh, a little midget wants to leave town, and he, and he, uh, he wants to know where you'd trade him. Between the two programs there, I'd, uh, 
You want to go to the Steel City? He does. For sure. Yeah. If you're the Cardinals, where do you trade him? What's the best return? Well, immediate return. To, um, this is a weird happenstance with Kyler. Oh, it's close. He'd have better picks with Houston, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, well I think they got the top gotta, three picked, don't you're they? Getting well, your, they've gotten Cardinals picks. they got nothing. This, for, is a, this is a and terrible And that's if you can activate Deshaun Watson, right? If you can get Deshaun Watson. That's what I'm saying. If they're, if they're trading out on that. D-Hop, D-Hop and Deshaun back together. I take that. But you don't know what's going to happen with him. Yeah, you got to wait, all you wait that This is a great town for massages. I think it's going to work we'll out. Him, we'll find him a therapist. And Steve <laughs> Kime knows, get a couple of pops, he'll take you to some special spots. How Steve Kime pulls this off and keeps a job is, that's, a, that's another admission of failure. That's another quarterback draft that didn't pan out. How many is that now? A lot. Drafts under his well, under He his was, he was Sam Bradford. Yeah. He was Josh Rosen. He was this That's one. why they're going mean, to – That's why count them. I think the uh, one part of the story is this is positioning for renegotiating. Pay the man now. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. And he's got all the leverage. This Because you're right. It yeah. would be uh, Steve Kime is gone. If well, he that wouldn't be, though. He's got something. Like he, I think the, I think the. He's got photos or something of somebody. He, he should have been fired for four things over the last ten years. He had the team go to dead last after they had a number ten pick they traded up for, and then ended up with a number one pick and traded that pick again. And they and they had a coach for a year, which if that happens, automatically GMs get fired. An entire coaching staff came and went in one season. It was his move. I don't know how he's still here. For whatever reason, he is. And then the last two years, they've shown great growth. But this guy says, I feel like I'm the only normal Arizona, competent Arizona Cardinal fan. But my mistake is uh, just happens to be I'm a fan of this ridiculous franchise. The Kyler hate has got to stop. Go through the list of quarterbacks we've had. He's right. We need a better coach. Kyler acts like a child when he's losing because the leadership looks like a child when they're losing. That's a fact. You need a coach to come in here and put a foot down on top of Kyler. Get that loopy Brian Flores over here. He'll sue everybody for disagreeing with him. <laughs> you texted me last night something that wasn't right. I'll sue. It was a misfire. I'm sorry. I, oh, Kime, I get in here. Kime. <laughs> I just got a congratulation from Bill Belichick. Was this, was this white Brian or black Brian? Congratulations. Oh, you're hired. Somebody hire that guy immediately. <laughs> sue all of us. Yeah, this is a that's strange though, but I think I think you're right. I think it might be a negotiation tactic. It's weird. I'm flying. Pay the man. I'm flying, baby. Get in my back, Kyler. I'll take you for a ride. I love it. Uh, initial kick in of this, but then I'm going to be a. Megan tried to overdose me. She, oh. she goofed on the pills. So. Did she? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you know how easy it is to feed me like pubes and sand right now? <laughs> I got lay in that bed with my mouth open. Out. Baby burden for oh, pills. You could be, she, could, she could have friends over and like, see how far I can get it in there. Like just fishing lures and I don't know what else. I just lay there with my mouth open. Like, <gasps> out. So the other day, I guess it was Saturday or Friday or Saturday, uh, take pills every four hours. And then when the pain was bad, I'm not doing that now. Whenever it's intermittent now, maybe I get one every twelve. But I was taking two at a time, and that it's a it's a it's a death blow. 
And so I, when I take my pill, usually I have to get up in the morning because I drink so much water now. I have to pee. So I pee at like one in the morning and I take a lap around the house with a walker. I go back to bed, sleep for about six hours, wake up, get a couple more pills, take a lap, walk around. That was my exercise for like three days. So Saturday I'm up, I'm doing stuff and I get up at four, take a couple of pills and we didn't know what time it was. We thought it was one. So the next time I got up was six, we doubled it again. Thinking, did we take him at one? I'm like, I think that's the last one we got. Was one. you're asking a drug addict? And I don't a sleepy know. Person. Give me more, old woman. She gave me a couple more, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. My hands praying mantis out while I was laying down, straight ahead of me. Where I was immobilized, like all I could move was my eyes. <laughs> oh, and Megan, because a lot of the times I'll send her like doctors. I'll be at the doctors, and she's like, "How's it going?" I'm like, and I'll take a picture of an X-ray, and I'll be like, "This," is, and I'll circle something. This isn't supposed to be here. Doctors worried it's cancer. They're looking into it. It's going to be a long day. And those are the things I do just for gags, for me. That's funny. My doctor says, this is bad. I've got necrotizing <laughs> bone disorder. And they're, gonna, they're talking about amputating, but they don't want to get into that yet. You're just messing around. Oh, well, we'll see. And I keep that going for, I don't know, a week or so. And then she stews on it. So I'm laying in bed with my arms near, and I cannot bring them back. And I'm like, kind of shaky. I've like got, you just got knocked out? I got Parkinson's. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, when they knock a box yeah, out, and they're, they're just laying there, and their eyes are kind of... And she comes in, she goes, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and I tried to turn my head, and I couldn't, and I just moved my eyes. I could feel my eyes move, and I'm just like, no words, just spit. <laughs> You're messing around. You're messing around. <laughs> I think you double-dosed me. Are you messing She'd leave and like 20 minutes later come back. She thought I was in character for four hours, like playing this joke nonstop. She's still like, I still don't know if you're playing. I think you're trying to kill me. <laughs> Full piltard. Like I was gone, but I didn't know. My arms just floated above me for four hours. I slept like that. It was horrifying. Oxy? What was it? Uh, it's the oxy. Yeah. You take four of these things and you're going on a magic ride and it ain't pretty. You see those guys on cops and stuff. They find some drug addict in the corner. It's just kind of Bob. You get Parkinson's. She's still like, you're playing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm that committed to the character of funny, immobile guy that I did it even when you weren't in the room, just in case you popped your head in. <laughs> I did come in and see if you were breathing. Well, that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, it was, I think you gave me four. No. And then she'd leave. I'm going to die in here. But I'm convinced she's just plucking the pubes, dripping <laughs> them down my throat. Wake up with dry throat. All- <clears throat> I get hair in my mouth. Oh, hairball. <coughs> you doing all right? I got hair in my throat. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't know. We had Georgia. Maybe there's some shedding. <laughs> I don't know. It was bad, though. Be careful on the pillows. But four is too many. One well, you won't have to worry four. about that too much. What do you mean? You're almost out of that cycle. Oh, I'm out of it. Yeah. I'm taking my own pills now. That was when I couldn't walk around. <laughs> I couldn't count to two, let alone figure out my own dose. It's my fault, too, but I didn't know what it does to you. Praying mantis. Turned into a full praying mantis my whole body. You'd have taken a picture and put it on your boring uh, Instagram. That would put you in a jar. <laughs> and it just been <laughs> scratching on it. All I wanted to say was, I think you gave me too many pills, and nothing came out. Just spit. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing around. 30 minutes later. You know right? You're still doing it. It's getting old. It's not funny anymore. Are you being serious? 
<laughs> I told, I'm like, I don't know how you didn't film that. I don't know how you didn't get a tape of that because there was no moving me. I almost want to take four more just to show you guys because <laughs> it's funny, but not while it's happening. Uh, there you go. That is what Brady would do. And poor Kyler. That's the way you have to talk to your bosses, huh? Instagram. That's a bad relationship. Should be able to just knock on a door or have your agent do it. That's the reason you got an agent. Doesn't look good, Cardinal fans, but you guys caused it. You wished him away, and now it might be happening. Uh, what would Brady do is brought to you by M&P Guns. Thank you, M&P Guns. There goes your what would Brady do, and I think he did a good job. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.